Other days they're like, why did I get into this business? But probably most of the time they're pretty happy with where they're at and they want to grow, but they don't feel like they're missing out on life. You are listening to the Infinite Franchisee Show. I am your host, April Porter. I am a franchisee empire building strategist, creator of the Infinite Franchisee Program, attorney, and an award-winning multi-unit franchisee on a mission to fill the gap between the franchise model and the executive level strategies you need to increase profits, build a team, and scale into multiple locations. Here, we connect every franchisee to infinite possibilities. Hello, hello, hello. We're gonna dive right in today. My name's April Porter, and I'm a franchise empire building strategist, helping franchisees and franchisors find the sanity, wealth, and gratitude that we all got into business for. So today what we're talking about is what do you really want? What do you really want? This is something that we've recently covered in our fast and focused program with our clients in there. And we do a real deep dive into what is it that you truly, truly want. And when we're asking that question inside the program, we're really looking at what is sanity, wealth, and gratitude look like to you, because it is, it's different for every single person. And that's one of the hard things about franchising. That's one of the things that franchising tends to gloss over and get wrong, quite frankly, because in franchising, the entire industry is built upon the idea that when that there's a model, there's a proven concept, and all that is needed for success is to duplicate that concept over and over again. The reality is, though, that no one's paying attention to the word success. The people are thinking proven model. Okay, how do I create a proven model? How do I make sure it works? How do I show people that it works? And then how do I sell it as a proven model? How do I duplicate it? How do I make sure that that the franchisees can do exactly what we did that got us to our success? Because ultimately that'll get people to success. And that's kind of the thinking behind it is a focus on the proven model and duplication. Where we're missing the mark is we should be looking at success first and asking what is success? What is success? Now, as I mentioned earlier, we define success by reaching sanity, wealth, and gratitude, but what that looks like for each and every single person is different. And so if the proven model and the way that it's duplicated is designed to get someone to making $20,000 a month, which is a fantastic living as long as they're working 40 hours a week in their business. And the franchisor is like, yeah, that's success because you, you can take home 10 grand a month. And so, so we've proven that it works, right? Okay. But what if that's not that person's vision? What if that's not your franchisees hope for their future? What if they got into franchising like most people do to not work 40 hours a week? What if they got into franchising to have an unlimited income, not $10,000 a month, even though it's a fantastic income, they want unlimited. Well, it's easy to say, 
well, then they need to just invest in another location, right? Become multi-unit owners. But maybe that's not their vision of success either. Maybe they want to travel or move. They own a business in one location, but they want to move to another or any number of things, any number of things. And that's the point is that success is individual. The idea of success, when we reach success, what it, what makes us feel successful is all individualized. It's very customized to the person. And in franchising, we want to treat it just as, just as another common denominator that has no variables. And when we create franchises, when we create brands with that belief, then what we're doing is we are put to, we're turning a blind eye to how our franchisee, when our franchisees will feel successful, which means we're only going to hit the mark probably one out of 10 times, maybe two out of 10, right? And that really will reflect in the rankings within the franchise. It will show up because 20% of your franchisees are knocking it out of the park. And 20% of your franchisees are failing miserably. And everybody else is in the middle. So what that tells you is that your version of success is probably consistent and in alignment with about 20% of your brand. And what you thought success was is completely unsatisfying to, to another 20% of your brand. That's the bottom. They are completely dissatisfied with the success that the brand will take them to. Now, that doesn't, it could be that they're dissatisfied with the amount of money they're making. It could be that they're dissatisfied with the number of hours that they have to put in in order to create that income. It could be that they're dissatisfied with the type of work. It could be that they're dissatisfied in being leaders and being managers and having to manage people. It could be that they're dissatisfied with the quality of the products or services or the treatment that they have within the brand, the way that their questions have been answered. There's a lot of ways to be dissatisfied, right? And then there's the people that are in the middle who probably have some days that they feel really good and really excited and very successful. And then other days where they're like, hmm, they're on the roller coaster, right? They're on the big roller coaster ride where so that some days they're feeling successful. Other days they're like, why did I get into this business? But probably most of the time they're pretty happy with where they're at and they want to grow, but they don't feel like they're missing out on life. They don't feel like they're missing anything by the level that they're at. And that's your, that's your middle ground. So for franchisees that are watching this, what I would encourage you to do is you have to really get in tune with what do you want? And this is because this isn't taken into consideration really in the franchising industry. It's not talked about a lot as you go through the process in picking a franchise. That's why most people pick their first franchise business based upon one of two things. Either the franchise, the product or the service is something that you're already passionate about. Fitness, right? So you're already passionate about fitness. So you're going to pick a fitness franchise. So that's one reason you might pick it. Another reason that people pick it is because they are already in love with the brand. They go in and they happen to have, you know, a crumble cookie 
which those things are fantastic, right? And they're like, oh my gosh, this place is so busy. It must be making money. And the cookies are so fantastic that I want to own a crumble cookie because I think it's going to be successful. So basically, those are the two reasons that people pick franchises. And again, they're looking at it from forward facing, not trying to go to the end and look back with hindsight. But if you go to the end and you say, okay, what is success? What do I want to accomplish by owning this business? What does success look like for me? And if success for you looks like working a job 40 hours a week and getting a decent paycheck, but doing something that you love, then, you know, being an owner operator in a franchise may be the right fit for you. But if success looks like getting out of the business, you don't want to work 40 hours a week and you have an idea of how much income you need to make, then that's how you should be shopping for a franchise. Not what do I like? You know, which cookies do I like? Or what are my hobbies? And can I find something to do that? Because the reality is if you want to get out of the business and make a lot of money, you're going to need multiple locations and you're not going to be teaching the fitness classes anyway. You're not going to be making the cookies anyway. So what does it matter what product or service is happening in your business if it's getting you to where you want? That's the question that we all need to be asking as from the franchisee perspective. What is it that you really want? And here's where another place people get tripped up is that instead of asking, what do I really want? And sitting and getting quiet and really allowing ourselves to explore, to explore whether what we have been taught to want is our true desire, or is that just what other people want for us? Is that what our parents want for us? What our spouse wants for us? Is it what our franchisor wants for us? Or is it what you really want? And that takes some time and it takes some reflection. It takes asking yourself some hard questions about, you know, what has society taught me about this particular topic? Do I want a Louis Vuitton purse? because I like the way that it looks, because they give a lifetime guarantee. If it ever breaks, I know they'll fix it for me because it's genuine leather, because it's going to hold all my stuff. Is that why I really want the Louis Vuitton purse? Or is it simply because Louis Vuitton purse will show the world that I'm successful? People will believe I'm successful. People will believe that I have made it that I, that, and that I can spend, you know, $1,200 on a purse without blinking an eye. It's going to be a symbol. And if it's a symbol, is it something that I really want? Or am I living by what I think others want for me? Because I'll be honest, I don't really like Louis Vuitton purses. They're, I mean, brown on brown, it's just not my thing. I'm kind of a color girl. So I don't necessarily want one, right? And people are always asking, oh, when are you getting your Louis Vuitton purse? And I'm like, I don't, that's not high on my list of priorities, right? But sometimes, you know, you feel the pull. You're like, gosh, should I get one? I mean, I'll, you know, that's people knowing that you're successful and you have to, you have to be true to yourself and say, you know what? No, that's not, that's not what I want. It's not what I want. And the, the sooner you can really get in touch with what do you really want, that's where you're going to be able to find the pathway to take you to what you want. And once you find the pathway to take you to what you want, that's when you're going to be able to execute the path and get to where you want. So 
that's what franchisees need to be doing. Franchisors, you need to be thinking about this from the franchisee perspective and acknowledging their individual desires for success. Because if you don't know what those are, and if your brand isn't equipped to either put them on the path toward that ultimate vision of success that they have, or help them find the supplemental business education, the supplemental technology, the supplemental revenue streams in order to get them to their vision, they will become dissatisfied. They will begin to believe that what you sold them wasn't true. They will begin to believe that the model is broken. They will begin to try to fix the model by doing things that are not consistent with your operations manual. They will become a headache for you. You will get angry with them. Now there's animosity and a, and a difficult relationship between the two. And it doesn't change the fact that you both started out wanting the best, right? You both started out on the same page. The franchisee invested in your brand because they believed in your brand and you approved that franchisee because you wanted to help them reach success. It just wasn't the same vision for the end. And that's where everything falls apart. So franchisees, figure out what it is that you want, what you really want, what success looks like. And franchisors, start listening and thinking and learning from your franchisees all the different variations of what success means to them and make a plan for how you're going to help them get there. That doesn't mean that you have to provide all of the resources and the strategies and everything to take them there. It means that you have to be honest about what you do provide and then give them the resources to find the, the supplemental things they need to get to the additional, to get to their version of success. Okay, so that is, that is, oh good, I'm so glad Stacy says divine timing to hear this. That's fantastic. That's exactly what I want. We all wanna start thinking with the end in mind, not just for our own businesses, but if we are helping others achieve their goals, we have to understand where, what those goals are and where they want to go. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. I hope you found some inspiration in it and that you'll join us again next week to ask April Porter any of your business and franchising questions. Thank you for setting aside time to grow your business and mindset with me today. Every franchisee has a dream to achieve sanity, wealth, and gratitude. And I created this podcast to help you do just that. So if you loved what we covered and you know someone who could benefit from it, I would be honored if you would share it with them. Between now and next time, don't you dare settle for anything less than infinite success.